When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this week's Record Celtic Podcast. My name is Daniel Kaw. I am joined by Graham Young this week. Graham, how are you? Very well. And we're delighted to be joined by special guest, Mr. Alan Stubbs. Alan, how are you? I'm good, Danny. How are you? I'm very good, very good. As I say, thanks so much for giving us your time and joining us on the, on the Record Celtic Podcast. Uh, no problem. Um, so obviously, it's been a, we're only on Tuesday, but it's been a big week of Celtic news, um, or Celtic-related news, I should say. Um the big news yesterday that I should maybe get your take on to start with, Alan, is, is uh, Neil Lennon heading off to Cyprus, pastures new. Uh, good move for him, do you think? Um, well, it's certainly been warmer for him. <laughs> um, um, you know, I, I think it's it's probably more of a surprise because of where Neil's previous appointments have been. Um, you know, so it's a it's a it's a little bit of a left field appointment, but you know, one that. I'm sure he's thought about and he thinks, you know, potentially now is is the right time to do, you know, to try a different a different um, management approach. What, what did you make of the move, Graham? Were you surprised? Or? Uh, yes and no. I think the fact he'd said previously that he was considering it, and I think in the past, even before the West Celtic, the most recent time, um, he'd kind of weighed up the option of maybe coaching abroad and at the end of the day, there is a market out there, isn't there, for um, experienced coaches, a proven track record to maybe go and try something different. And guys like the guys replacing Heron Berg, he's a, a manager who Celtic fans know where when he was at Legia Warsaw. And that is, there's, there's a, a booming market, so to speak, for managers. If he does well here, it's obviously been a nightmare season for them. They've actually finished in the bottom, their league splits as well. And he's, aside to won the league last year on the bottom half, basically. So that kind of tells you things haven't gone to plan. But I think Alan would know this better than I would, but I think Neil Lennon, someone who backs himself, um, believes what he's about, maybe it's a chance, and, and as Alan touched upon as well, it'd be nice and need to get the, the high factor out anyway to keep himself uh, for, the, for the warm weather, but it'll be a chance to maybe kind of reimagine his style and what he wants to do. And that's the thing as well, because as much as there was dark clouds about Celtic as a club last season before he left, um, in the cold light of day, no one can deny... He's got an enviable CV, the amount of trophies he's won, and the stat, not to be too much a stat, but one that I think really does mean something rather than just using it for the sake of it is in Celtic's 20 years in group stage football, they'll get more than nine points twice. Uh, and it's Neil Lennon who's managed at both times. You get 10 points a year, they get out of the Champions League group, and they get 13 uh, the year they beat Lazio twice as well. And if that's, that would be pretty high up in my CV if I was trying to talk it up. And I think. Um, Good on him. Do you know what I mean? He's, um, and uh, you know, what I mean, he, he won't be a lot. If it goes well, there'll be maybe other options in Europe. You know, he might become one of these type Roy Hodgson type managers that makes kind of you trotting about Europe. I kind of the next for the next ten, fifteen years. So who knows? But good on him, and I think it's um, a bold choice and fair play for taking it. 
I kind of touch on what Graham was saying there. I, I'm really I'm keen to see him um, do really well just because obviously the going for 10 in a row was not, nothing short of a catastrophe. But yeah. as Graham says, he's, he's still a Celtic legend. The things he's won, the things he's been through as a Celtic man, I think he deserves a lot more respect than he gets at times. Yeah, I, I think yeah, if, you look, if you look at the bigger picture or the, you know, the, what's looking you know, right in front of us in terms of Neil's last, last stint, you know, then you've got to give him, you know, a huge amount of credit. Um, you know, his his records, you know, stacks up with 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 some of the best. There's no, there's no denying that. Um, you know, but I think it's probably the enormity, enormity of, of ten has has affected everybody. You know, that's you know that's um, and just and the only thing the doubt about it is obviously with Neil going out there is is obviously the language barrier. Um, in terms of his staff, I think they're going to be so important in what he takes or if he takes anybody, because you know ultimately I think you know Neil is is purely a manager. He's not necessarily you know a coach. Um, so I think that's going to be going to be very important, you know, for him in terms of what he what he can take and who he can take. Mm-hmm. And you must have, you must have in your managerial career, I'll be been I don't know, tempted to go abroad, try something new, something a bit different. Yeah, you know, it's a, you know, certainly, you know, <laughs> the one thing we're going to have to probably make first and foremost is is make sure he's got plenty of factor fifty or even factor <laughs> eighty, you know, because. Um, <laughs> It doesn't bode well, you know, for Neil, you know, being in that um, bacon sun in Cyprus. But um, but yeah, it's you know, it's, it, it is a it is a is a bold move for him. If you if you if you really take a step back and look at it, is there any jobs in Scotland that he, that he could have took? You know, and the and the honest answer to that probably right now is is no. You know, Aberdeen, as we thought, you know, was was one that he may have contemplated if approached or even if he was approached but when you look at the rest you know I wouldn't have said there's anything out there that would necessarily appeal to him mm-hmm. or, he, or he could possibly go into so then he, you know then he started to do look further the field and um, you know when he was at Bolton that didn't go didn't go you know so well for him um, and, it, and it could be a, it could be a really interesting one you know for him I think it's there's, there's a no in between. It's either going to go really well, or it's going to go really bad. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. And yeah. as I say, I just personally, I just, I just wish him the best because yeah. you know, hope he, hope he does well. Um, the, the, the other big news, Graham, that I think we should touch on um, is today. Scott Brown has been caught. A lot of speculation. I don't think it's official yet, but a lot of speculation that he's, he's about to hang up his boots. You know, another kind of genuine Celtic legend, part of the nine in a row team. Um, and if he does hang up his boots, it's one of the one of the most imposing midfielders of his, of his generation, really. Yeah, we just put a piece on the website there about him and what he brings, and I make the point that you can't tell the story of Scottish football in the twenty first century without Scott Brown. And um, in all facets, like the player he was at Hibs, this kind of box to box rampaging midfielder under Tony Mowbray's team that was really exciting to watch. Then he changes his role at Celtic, it's kind of two spells itself, almost that first kind of wave under Strachan, 
uh, Anne Lennon comes again under Brendan Rodgers, this trophy-laden era that, and as much as Celtic fans tend their own as this massive deal, I think history will be very kind to quadruple treble in terms of that kind of achievement will never be matched again. It's, it's too hard to do. It's too many factors involved. And uh, just the type of player he was. And I think his ambition, his desire to be a coach has been there for all to see. He's learnt, he's close to people who of that outlook, Gordon Strachan, Brendan Rodgers, Neil Lennon. He's worked closer with these guys. He's at, at, at an open door probably to kind of experience things. Teddy himself, Stephen Glass, a close friend up in Aberdeen. It's not going to plan. I think the playing career makes sense. I never, I, I felt that for a while. I felt as good as he's looked at times a season and he has, like those Rangers games, Aberdeen probably don't get results because it's his cult of personality that drags him through and able to take Rangers on mentally as much as physically. Uh, but the coaching thing's big for him. We made the argument as well, maybe the outside chances, maybe Sky could maybe look and go, well, Chris Boyd needs a sparring partner perhaps in certain shows, and maybe that would be of interest. But you can see there's, there's options there. Who knows, Brendan Rodgers has been good to maybe a coach from down there or someone else down south who thinks always a player. Um, maybe Neil Lennon, maybe you never know as a free agent or a pending free agent there will be options for him and he is what he is he's one of the most forceful personalities as a player um, that Scottish football's had in many years and he's Marco I don't think the story's finished for him but as a player uh, there's not been many like him and he's adored by Celtic and I think as well with them hanging these boots up there, even if he doesn't return to Celtic maybe in a coach capacity which is an option I think they've got a, a track record the guys at Darnley D um, Steve McManus, John Kennedy, Celtic have been good to their former players in terms of bringing them through. But I think even if that doesn't come to pass as a kind of big send-off that he never got due to COVID, I think that's um, a, a definite to happen, um, which will which will be nice for a lot of people as well. So uh, there's nothing more that can be said. He is the man, you know, in many Celtic fans' eyes, and he has been for a long time. So um, it's been a, a story career. As Liam said, I think there's going to be a lot of options for whatever Scott decides to do, you know, and, and I think initially, you know, he may just take a bit of time just to reflect on, on what he's done, what he's achieved, and, and what's, what's the next chapter. We obviously know he, he's, you know, he, he wants to go into culture and management, um, you know, but it's, I think it's important also be, to be clear you know, when you go into that um, because it, it does it does take a huge commitment. Um, and again. Um, but he's been, a, he's been a fantastic player, you know. Uh, and he, he will be an iPhone up amongst the great players that have played for Celtic. There's no doubt about that. And in, in your, um, particularly in your coaching career, you must have come up, come across him, even come up against him. Is he is he's kind of tenacious, tenacious, and I don't want to say annoying, but kind of what's what's, what's the right phrase I'm looking for here? Kind of pain in the backside as everyone makes out for an opposition manager. Yeah, but, but, but there's, there's, there's certainly there's more than one way to win individual duels on a pitch. You know, I'm spoke to do it in 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 virtually every way. You know, whether that was through his own ability. Whether, whether whether that was getting in someone's head, whether it was getting in someone's face, you know, there's, there's, there's certainly there's, there's so many different facets facets to to get one over on on your opposite number. And Scott was a master of them. Hmm. You know, 
if you've done nuts and that, there's, a, there's an art to that, you know, and, um, you know, he certainly backed up his, his, his confidence, you know, on the pitch. Um, he had a, he, he had a personality, he was exuberant, he was, he was intimidating, you know, and it's not very often you get all that in a mix in, in a modern day footballer. Um, you know, he, he rubbed people up the wrong way, but that's, that's, you know, that's, that's then, that's you winning again, right. you know, um, and people go, oh, it was annoying when he did this, he was an opposition player, but, you know, more fool them for letting them annoy them, mm-hmm. you know, um, so, you know, nothing but, but, nothing but admiration for him, I've got to be honest, you know, he was a, he was a, he was a great guy uh, off the pitch, you know, at being his company on numerous occasions, um, I had the, the pleasure of bumping into him one, one time in, in Marbella um, <laughs> at all, uh, where we, I was in a club with, with some friends and, and Scott just happened to, you know, probably, I don't want to do him any justice, but, you know, let's just say he stuck it in. Um, and he straight away, across came over to us, joined our company, you know, all night, you know, and he's, 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 a, he's a gentleman as well. So, um, <laughs> you know, um, that's where the, that's where the, the, all that story ends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just on on what you were saying, Graham. Just to finish on Brown, I, I think you make a good point about the kind of the different Celtic careers he had. I remember uh, towards the start, a lot of people were kind of unconvinced a little bit that he was going to be the you know for the massive fee that he cost, that he was going to be the the messiah, if you like. Um, and then you go back to that Ronnie Dialer game. You know, he had the knee injury. I think he was thirty one, thirty two. And a lot of people said that was it. But then under Brendan Rodgers, he played probably the best football of his career. Yeah, I think Brendan Rodgers and Brown's been on the record plenty of times to say um, the, the debt of gratitude really to Brendan Rodgers. And I think in certain times, Alan will know this as well in his own career, but playing and managing, sometimes something just clicks. And um, that was a perfect fit. A manager, Rodgers had a point to prove, Brown had a point to prove. The Celtic squad was actually pretty strong. Maybe he's good, and this is not a disservice to Ronnie Dial. Just bringing in Scott Sinclair and Moussa Dembele that summer just kick-started everything. It was a fresh team, and Brown just absolutely loved it. And you could tell with the Man City game, the free each game as well, that's the kind of zenith of that kind of that team and his ability. Like It was amazing, and he was passing against the past masters. That was the thing. He was in that midfield, moving the ball, dictating the pace, and anyone, I think that's, the thing that sometimes Scott Brown that maybe if you'd ask if you pulled maybe ten English football fans who maybe know football, um, they would probably have to describe Scott Brown the thing a hard man a brute and all that. But Scott Brown could move the ball. He had a lot of facets to his game and uh, those big Champions League nights. His passing record was incredible and um, I he played in some memorable moments. I think that's as you say like his career Celtic career didn't look to be going in that direction, but that new lease of life in this, the, late, the latter years um, really made a difference and added even more to an already incredible legacy. I, I think if it is the end of, of Brown uh, in a playing sense, it definitely won't be the end of him um, in terms of his contribution to Scottish football. So we'll see where he ends up, I guess. Um, the other thing that we have to talk about, I know it's been a couple of days ago now, but Celtic at the weekend, um, I thought a huge win over Livingston. Uh, I mean, I, I was looking at this game and to be honest, when you look at the fact that Celtic hadn't won a league game um, at the Tony Macaroni, I couldn't believe this, since Paul Hartley's debut under Gordon Strachan. Um, 
I, I did think it looked like a real banana skin, but I was really impressed with not only Celtic's performance, but the way Ange set up his team and the way they kind of took care of business. I, I, I think, to be honest, Danny, I, I think they just sort of go from strength to strength. Um, you know, yes, I totally agree. It was, I think it was one where a lot of people on the outside were looking at it as a banana skin. And rightly so, you know, Livingston, you know, there was only, I think, Livingston that took more points than Celtic since the turn of the year. Yeah. And that tells, that tells you how well Livingston have been doing as well. Um, you know, and, and there was a lot of um, talk in the media about um, Livingston having a huge sign over Celtic and, and, and everything that goes with it, you know, and it's difficult to say that they were, you know, they were, they were wrong because Celtic have, you know, as you said, I, I was surprised at what you just said about, you know, they have not won this since, you know, Paul Hartley was on the board the second. It's you know, so surprising. But I think this Celtic team, every time they're, they're, they're being asked questions, they've answered. And, and I think with Ange, who, who has done an incredible job since he's gone there in terms of where the club was, you know, having to basically rebuild the sport and it's still not rebuilt, let's be honest. But you know, but he's been able to to put together a a title challenge when nobody really thought it was possible. And to to be where they are now, sitting three points ahead of Rangers, um with the thing is it ten games to go? I think it, no, it's not. I think it's nine, now. isn't it? Is it, is I it, think they're down to eight. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just show your new You know, I, uh, you know, just, you know, hats off to him. You know, he deserves a huge amount of credit. Simon's, um, not necessarily in terms of names or in terms of ability, but the way they've worked out. I said, I think I've had, I've, I've been as good as anybody with, with Celtic over the last 15 years. And I just mean, I mean, the way they've hit the ground running and, and the impact they've had. There's been bigger names and, and better players that have, that have come to Celtic, but the impact that they've had on the team has been has been nothing short of, of fantastic. There's, there's one guy that I, I want to kind of put the spotlight on in a positive sense in the Celtic team, um, just because I think he, he deserves a bit of praise, and I'll, I'll get both your, your guys' take on this, but Al, as, as a top Celtic centre-half, I've been really impressed recently with Carol Starfield. Um, I know that social media is by far, you know, far, far from being the, the be-all and end-all, but the stick he took early in the season was really intense. Um, and I think for him to come back and kind of put in the performances he's putting in now kind of speaks volumes of his character. I, I've got to be honest, Danny, I was, I was, I was critical of him in terms of his, of his early performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I have to, you know, in, in terms of when you, when you do um, question someone, you know, it's right that you, you give him credit and all when he's doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, and certainly his performances over the last month have have been a lot more consistent and he and he does look, you know, now more confident. I still I still you know, would like to see even more. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, I'm not I'm not gonna deny that. But he deserves a lot of credit because sometimes, you know, we don't know what's going on on the inside. Um, in terms of you know how he's settled or whether it's not just him that maybe hasn't settled as quickly as what he would like whether it's his family mm-hmm. we're not privy to all that you 
know, but he's he's been huge by by his performance on the pitch, and some of them have been, you know, uh, abject. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been a little bit where you think, oh, sure, but 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 then of 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 late, it's no coincidence. I don't think either is because they probably had as much of a settled back four now than what they've had for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's, a, that's a huge help. When you, when you start to get to know the person next year, what, what, what his style is and what his, his, his little habits are in terms of, you know, well, I know, he's, I know he likes to wise, so I've got to get my distance. You know, that takes a bit of time. And, and I think now that, you know, him and Carter Vickers, you know, have... I've um, certainly got a, a real good understanding. You know, Greg Taylor has come in, and I think has has, has had some good performances. Um, you know, so 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 that I don't think that's it's no coincidence that that because his performances improved, uh, them guys and all of us take a bit of credit as well. Thank mm-hmm. you. We've, we've got sorry, we've got one. Sorry, I'll just it was dead interesting. You saying that I always felt that. Uh, the Celtic team that stopped the ten that yourself and Mark Reaper uh, were a partnership or were able to f- do things together that he's got better as the season went on. You know that that phrase there as well um, about you starting to know each other's habits. Was that something that you and your own playing career? I'm just using Reaper as an example, but is that the you feel yourself getting stronger because the more time you played with a player? Or yeah, I think it can happen all over the pitch. Uh, to be honest, in terms of having that partnership, but 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 I think one of the biggest ones that that you that you need is a, is that centre back. Um, you know the two players that are, that are there have, have you know I think look you look at the best centre back partnerships they all have a really good understanding of each other's games, um, know where to be um, in the right place at the right time. Necessarily, it's not it's, it's not about. Um, how good you are in the ball. In fact, one of the reasons that Celtic, you've got to be good on the ball, you know, I take that back because you have the ball more often than anybody else. But when you have to defend, it's all being in, in the right areas. Um, unfortunately, you find that some defenders, they run out of good positions when they're in a good position to start off and they feel as if they've got to get involved and they should be getting involved in uh, and that can cause um, you know, them to, to make silly, silly decisions. I, I get, I get, I, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but Graham, I get a very from a Celtic point of view that this will be a the only season for Carter Vickers. It's not based on anything, but I just feel like there's no noises in that sign by now if he was going to stay. I, I think he's got options. I think I would be quick to, I think. Celtic will get a compelling case when it comes to make these next decisions because you've got potentially if you win the league you're guaranteed Champions League or all but guaranteed Champions League football. He Carter Vickers is 24 as well. He's not 19 first loan away for Tottenham. He's been at clubs in the Championship. He knows what kind of, and that's when I think Celtic are getting benefit as well from him. He's played these 46 game seasons at Stoke and Bournemouth and um, you know Swansea sorry um, and he knows what's expected of him. Um where I think Celtic are reaping the reward for that. He knows the grind they're going week in, week out. He's not some um, webbing deals guy who and he's he's had caps at international level. I think he's very measured and level headed when he speaks. He's not 
the most emotive guys. You might not, he's not going over the top about staying, but it wouldn't shock me. I think the style of play is very offensive. It suits his type of play. What makes him even more remarkable is the fact he is only about six feet, isn't he? He's not the tallest guy, but he's no. just a powerhouse, no? and he's so strong. Um, and I, I just think with Celtic, get that go at the Champions League, it might be a good career move. And, and to be fair, Celtic getting a, a permanent deal, Celtic have got an enviable track record of selling players. And so even the goal, listen, commit to us, have a go at Champions League. This is where you're developing. You'll get your chance back in English football, um, which is probably the most likely place. And he is of a real talent. But I wouldn't be surprised if I was a director of football, a head of scouting for any Premier League team. You, you need three or four good defenders. Why would you not? If I can't, why would Tottenham not even have an option? But I know he wants to play football at this point and with Romero and so forth. And uh, there's a lot of money invested there. Um, the Leicester link emerged last night as well. Brendan Rodgers... I think with Fafana next season he'll be back to his best need the extra players there there will be options for him but I still think Celtic have got a fight chance of uh, more than a fight chance of keeping him around and it'd be the best business I know there's the argument both Jota and Carter Vickers which one you choose obviously both would be the answer but Carter Vickers Celtic by nature Alan would know this playing for them watching them Celtic's DNA is an attacking style and at times it can be a bit open if you can get a guy as good as Carter Vickers in your defence it mitigates some of the usual Celtic frailties uh, makes him a bit stronger a bit more robust and I just think it's to sign any player this summer Carter Vickers would be the best the kind of best signing they could make Thanks very much to Alan Stubbs for joining us on this week's record Celtic podcast and to Graham Young as well uh, Thanks very much for listening you can find us at record underscore sport on Twitter and at daily record underscore sport on Instagram We'll be back next week <laughs>